0: On this episode of Intent Topics, we are joined once again by guest Rodney Foreman, now of Cobalt Iron. Today, Rodney will be talking about being a Chief Revenue Officer in the software industry. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Intent Topics today. I have Chris, and today we have Rodney Foreman one of our first guests on the show back a few months ago, um, joining us to talk about what he's been up to the last few months. Rodney, thanks for hopping on with us. No, I'm
1: glad to be back. It's uh, good to talk with you guys again.
0: Yeah, man. You're so welcome. things uh, things have been, first thing you said when we hopped on here was, you know, it's been a crazy couple of months, so I'd love to hear what you have going on. Well, um,
1: I started a new uh, position at Cobalt Iron as Chief Revenue Officer. And it's been uh, a whirlwind. We've um, been ramping our sales and and marketing efforts in the market. Um, And um, it's been uh, an interesting uh, past few months getting established as the new Chief Revenue Officer for this software company that's has a rocket ship strapped to its back and we're really accelerating our growth and uh, it's been an exciting experience. So uh, I'm really glad to be at Cobalt Iron and I'm uh, looking forward to sharing with you some of the experience that I've had over the past few months um, as Chief Revenue Officer.
0: Very nice. Well, congrats. Thank you. Yeah. Um, could you tell us a little bit about um, kind of what you guys do at Cobalt Iron?
1: We are a data protection company, SaaS based with intelligence and automation built into the the solution. So okay. we take an, a unique approach to data protection, unlike any other company in the market. And mm-hmm. um, I think we are advancing how companies approach data protection more so than any other vendor in the in the software business and that's why i joined i saw cobalt iron as uh, having a clear differentiated solution unlike any other and Mm -hmm. um, we just needed the right leadership in place to accelerate our sales in the market
0: yeah this is exciting rodney so um, so you're really building the channel. Uh, you were telling us that it's a hundred percent channel based, right? So that's exciting from the sen- in the sense that, you know, we, we talk a lot about working the channel. We talk a lot about sales enablement here. So talk to us, what was the framework since you, you know, your first couple of months on the job, what did you bring in to like kind of the ideas that you had from your experience? Um, I'd love to start there and then kind of talk about how how have things evolved, and what are you what are you seeing? You know, late 2019, as far as being a CRO in the in the channel.
1: Yeah, so we have a, a solution that aligns very well to how channel partners evol- are evolving their businesses today. Most channel partners are providing their value with a software vendor solution. So with what we offer in the market in the way of a SaaS-based data p- protection solution where we um, handle everything for the customer in the way of data protection, it aligns very well to how partners are selling today and going to market, most of, of which are becoming managed service providers. And right. Cobalt Iron, in a managed service provider environment and portfolio is perfect because um we um, have a very very simple implementation process Uh, we take over um, in terms of protecting the customer's data end to end we meet um you know 100 slas um, in protecting data And it's totally automated. Um, And we do that by taking the um, metadata and other data that uh, is is produced as you uh, perform the data protection operation and use that data to make it intelligent so that it's automated. Um, So our solution requires no human intervention on the behalf of the customer um, and we manage everything, but do it more in an automated fashion. We don't have hundreds of people behind the curtain making things happen. It's a truly sure. automated and intelligent solution. So it aligns very well with how partners are going to market and what they want from a solution um, for their customers uh, today. So um, the channel is um, our primary go-to-market. And then we have a supporting cast of enterprise sales professionals that help the partners progress opportunities. We also have solution architects that provide technical support during the sales process. Um, And then we have channel managers that are working with the partners to make sure they're successful in the market with cobalt iron so it's a model that um, most software companies are adopting today and uh, we're ahead of the curve in that our channel program uh, that we're introducing is the most innovative uh, in the market today supporting um, a company that's evolving and changing uh, how customers Manage their most important asset, which is mm-hmm. their data.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you you say it's the the most innovative. I think um, one of the one of the things that that I've always admired, for, you know, is is companies that that really work their channel effectively. Um, but it seems like there's some tried and true, you know, relationship building plays and and whatnot that that really help that. What do you mean by it's innovative in the channel? Uh, that That's an interesting concept.
1: Well, it's innovative in that um, a lot of the programs that you find in the channel today are based on what the partner is producing for the vendor. Um, our program okay. is what can the vendor, us, Cobalt Iron, do for the partner to make you successful. And so we're taking a different approach in that if, if we make our partner successful, um, they will be um, a good investment for us and we'll get good return on that investment as opposed to do something for us and then we'll support you. It's we're going to support you and make sure you're successful as a cobalt iron partner, reward you and continue to build on that success. And the way we've structured the program and how we support our partners um, in all aspects drives partner success. And uh, we align with the partner strategy, their go to market and support that and make sure that they're focused on our pro- products, and their sales teams are very well rewarded for yeah. selling our products.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. How do you yeah. uh, how do you keep them, you know, really focused on your products? Well, one is
1: uh, provide them the most profit margin, um, which of which the the sales teams are paid on. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sales, salespeople tend to be a little bit coin operated. Mm -hmm. Um, So we get their attention by paying them very competitively. Um, We also keep their attention through the enablement we provide them and educating them on our value proposition. Mm -hmm. And salespeople, when they have a Uh, Simple value proposition, but impactful, it gets their attention because they don't want a long sales cycle. They don't want something that's very hard and complex to sell. Um, And we meet all those requirements. If you look at some of our competitors, um, like Commvault, Cohesity, those guys have long sales cycle. Their products are, are complex and they and they're not automated. They're not intelligent, and um, they're difficult to sell. Um, our product is easy to sell because the value proposition is clear, um, and we have a track record of success. We've never lost a customer, so um, it's um, it, it gets the salesperson's attention when you have all of those attributes as a software vendor.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, in my experience in, in building sales messaging, in training salespeople and, and you know, trying to repeat and, and really ingrain these kinds of value propositions and, um, you know, process and all of this, even sometimes the simple stuff is, is difficult. Um, and I, th- I think that it takes a lot of, um, a lot of you know, kind of com- uh, just continuous knowledge building, et cetera. Mm -hmm. even though you have a, a, what it sounds like a pretty succinct value prop, a pretty good product, how are you, uh, you know, approaching the sales enablement Mm -hmm. part of your, of, of cobalt irons channel program?
1: Well, it's not, um, what I'm
0: about to tell you isn't
1: rocket science, but I know, I know that it works. Um, we don't, um, drown people uh, in PowerPoint slides, um, either from an enablement perspective or a customer perspective, we use a whiteboard to have an interactive discussion with the customer and we train our sales teams, both at Cobalt Iron and at, at our partners on how to have a conversation that's worthwhile to the customer and enables them to articulate a solution Using cobalt iron, so we teach them how to interact and and how to um, uh, listen for certain requirements from the customer and and how to probe the customer to get the right information. So you can walk to a whiteboard and say. Mr. Customer, this is how I understand your environment today, this is how I understand you want, where you want to go with data protection, and let me show you how using Cobalt Iron we can accomplish that. And you make it more interactive, so you're not just talking to the customer, you're talking with the customer, and they're engaged, and they feel like they've had a working session with you at the end, that derives a solution they can actually utilize in their environment. And that's what's key um, for any software company. And I would encourage all chief revenue officers to take more of an interactive consultive selling approach with your customer. Customers don't want to be talked to. They want to be listened to. And when you listen and then actively listen and do something with that information that's productive and you show them i get it i understand your environment i understand where you want to go and transform let me draw on this board how i think uh, it would look using our product and that's how you engage with a customer and they say you know what this guy gets it. They understand my challenge. They understand how to address that challenge. I want to learn more or I want to buy some of that. Um, sure, and that's sure. that's where you want to go with the conversation. And that's what's interesting to the partner sellers is that we take that approach.
0: So you talk about the customer um, and you talk about, you know, kind of understanding the, you know, the the problems of the customer and, and, and really Um, listening to them and and that kind of thing. When we look at how you're building your channel program in terms of growing the amount of, of partners uh, of VARs that are um, selling for you, how are you taking this approach in, in expanding your channel network and, and, and what, what approaches are you taking there?
1: Well, you know, not all partners are created equal. Yeah. Uh, And, um, we are engaging with the right partners. Uh, you know, we have partners like ATS Group, like Date, Data Trend, like Mainline, like Sirius, um, nice. SCC, and and North Door, to name a few. That that are, are new partners that that we're bringing on, and 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 um, that some partners that have been doing business with Cobalt Iron. Uh, we're also expanding, you know, into the Middle East with Tech Access and Gulf Business Machines, and these are partners that understand how to um, sell in the way that we want Cobalt Iron sold in the market. We want it to be a consultative, a consultative engagement yeah. uh, with the customer where they're interacting. And we're solving a customer problem and meeting their needs for data protection. Think thing that people don't realize with data protection, while it might not be the sexiest um, software to, to sell in the market, everybody needs it. You, you, right. you cannot have a business today and not protect your data. Now, yeah. how you go about that um, is very important and today, customers need what we what we offer, which is a SaaS-based service they can rely on where they don't have to put human effort into the solution or hardware, yeah. um, and we just do it for them, and they can rely on it. We provide a great user interface. They can see how... Uh, everything that's going on in their data protection environment, you know, role based with 50 different roles on what you allow, you know the customer or different admins to do, um, which is great for MSPs, um, which mm-hmm. we you know prov- provide our product to a lot of managed service providers. But you know, today, um, it, it's the data protection market has evolved and quite frankly, the only vendor that stayed ahead of the curve and is truly providing what customers want today is cobalt iron, period.
0: Strong. Uh, so I love that. Um, so if we look at the CRO role, what you see, you know, I'm sure you're doing your, your 2020 planning. Um, what does the, yep. the, the, the next 12 months look like in relation to your CRO growing company, as you said, rocket ship on your back, seems to be solving this problem um, you want to capitalize on this though right yeah. so what are you, yes. what are you what are you doing now
1: yeah well it's a tough job in, in that um, you have to have a high performance sales team that's mm-hmm. um, driving your your mission and meeting your targets and um, I, I've found that you've got to make decisions quickly and if you have people on the team that are not delivering, um, the results that you need, um, you've got to move on and part ways and hire people that are hungry and passionate and want to deliver results. And I'm confident we now have a team in place that is hungry, passionate is working every day to drive, um, great results for cobalt iron. And, uh, mm-hmm. in a, in a smaller software company, we're not a huge company. Everybody, including myself, has to roll up their sleeves every day and dive in to making customer contact, to, to selling, to supporting, you know, our partners, uh, to drive success and your team um, as CRO is absolutely key to that. You've got to have the right team. You've got to have the right people, um, that are driving success in the market. And, uh, that's what I've focused on initially here at Cobalt Iron is putting the right team in place that can execute. And I think that's key for every CRO.
0: Absolutely. And so when we look at like structuring the the sales teams, and I think you're in a, in a smaller organization, you're obviously, heavily involved in the, in that, in that day to day. Um, what are you looking at from a KPI perspective or a daily routine perspective? Like what are those behaviors that you're Mm -hmm. looking to drive uh, among your, your team specifically related to the channel? But I think, I think, you know, just globally is, is cool too.
1: Yeah. Good question. You know, everything begins with pipeline. So you you have to have, um, activities on a constant and consistent basis, building pipeline. And that's one of the key um, aspects of the channel that that delivers value is, um, you know, your partners have market reach and your partners provide you scale. So you have to make sure you're supporting the partners and their marketing efforts to build a lot of pipeline. And internally, we're also building pipeline um, and we've got marketing campaigns going on. We have a lead generation um, specialist and a marketing team that's outstanding and they are generating a lot of leads. And we're going, we're participating in events, et cetera, to, to generate leads. And then we're putting, placing those leads into our inside sales team. Who are making 50 plus calls a day, qualifying those opportunities, and once they have a qualified lead and they know the, the customer is is serious about you know buying um, in, you know some data protection and solving their their data protection problem, that lead then goes to a partner um, and our sales team to work together to work that opportunity and progress it uh, through the sales cycle. So I think we have a very good model in terms of focus on pipeline um, and then taking that pipeline and doing something with it quickly. Time Mm -hmm. kills all deals. So it's very important that we quickly do something with the pipeline we're generating. And I think we have a a very good system in place to um, react to You know, pipeline that's generated, and get back to the customers, and then start progressing opportunities quickly. Working with our partners and our sales team. Mm
0: -hmm. Sure. So, so we got SDR KPIs. You said about fifty calls a day. What when you? Because I think time kills all deals. Totally true. It's an outcome. So and i know that you're probably asking your your sales teams to be doing certain things so i'd love to hear kind of specific some specific either you know they don't necessarily have to be quantitative more qualitative is fine but like things that you're looking for to measure you know is that is that passion is that hunger relate you know turning into a behavior that can actually be seen as pushing that that pipeline to close
1: yeah well you know there's a number of Traditional sales leadership habits that I think companies need to get away from that just kill <laughs> productivity. I am adamantly opposed to uh, lots of cadence calls and lots of questioning and lots of inspection because that inspection takes away from your the time that your salespeople are with the customer. So Absolutely. I. Yeah, And I, I find that there's a lot of companies today that there's just way too much inspection, way too much cadence, and it's just counterproductive. Um, and so our focus is on making sure our sales team has as many productive hours in the day um, talking to customers and progressing you know, opportunities and supporting them to do that. Um, and so my measurement um, for success um, is deal progression, um, pipeline, you know, build, you know, ac- activities. And then ultimately, of course, it's revenue and meeting your revenue targets, you know, as a salesperson. And it's important to reward, you know, your salespeople once they hit their target for the quarter. Um, you should put them into accelerators so that they can make even more money If you're, you know, if you're running a sales team and your objective is not to have millionaires on your sales team, you're in the you're in the wrong job. You know, I want all of our sales guys to make a ton of money and be successful. Therefore, I'm successful and the company's successful. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that's the focus should be the focus of every chief revenue officer is what can I do? To make my partners and my sales team successful. And a lot of guys think that means more inspection. And that's the totally the wrong approach, in my view.
0: Right, right. Yeah, so I, I heard something that was interesting. And this is something that I I like could not agree more. It's like the like leadership a lot of times will create more obstacles to productivity than yeah, protecting your like a- teams from the, the, the BS, right?
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a bad Dilbert cartoon and I see it all the time. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. So, so 2020, your focus is, is build that team, really get things, get things aligned or what did I hear? You know, it's, you you feel like you have the team and so now it's just gasoline on the fire, get that lead gen really cranking, arm your salespeople to go out there and, and really get those relationships cranking.
1: Exactly. And, and, you know, you have to have the right profile uh, of salespeople that can sell the type of product that that we're selling, you know, we're selling yeah. a service, and we're selling something that's unique in the market, unlike any other vendor. Um, so you have to have a, a salesperson that can deliver that compelling message, and do it uh, very clearly. So that the customer has confidence in, in what you're selling and they understand what you're selling. Um, and it takes a certain you know, level of salesperson that can do that. Not, not every salesperson um, has that ability. Um, and so it's important to have the right team, enable that team and, and arm them with the right enablement and, and messaging to, to be successful.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. So it's going to be an exciting year. What, what are your, what are your growth targets for 2020?
1: Well, we're growing the company at over a hundred percent and
0: wow. I Love it. fully expect that to continue. That's awesome. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, before we, before we wrap this up, what I, what I'm just fascinated to understand is, you know, you got a company that's, that's growing. Sounds like just, very rapidly. Um, but this is a place that, you know, data protection is nothing new. There's, you know, I think there's some pretty, pretty monolithic incumbents in the, in the space. So I'd love to hear how you're really working to, you know, through enablement or, or, you know, sales training or these kinds of things to, to really get your sales team prepared to go out and fight some of these, you know, some of these gigantic dragons, uh, that are, that are currently in the space. Right.
1: That um, is a great question. And um, what we're doing is making sure that we have the most at-bats as possible, because when we go up against some of the incumbents, we win. Um, And it's it's important that we get the right level of marketing and brand awareness out there so we can have the at-bats. And we are aggressively... Uh, going after those uh, incumbents and calling on their customers. And we just ask them a few key questions and it, it produces answers that we can answer and only we can answer as cobalt (laughs) iron. And it, 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 uh, it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy when, when the customer um, just um, leads you to um, the answers you want, and those answers then uh, lead to a sale uh, because those incumbents are not delivering um, what customers you know, want and need today out of a data protection solution. When you, mm-hmm. when you have your hands on all of the, the, the customers' data what you do with that is very valuable and that's where our intelligence and automation comes in you know we don't uh we take the metadata and the exhaust if you will of that of the um uh day-to-day operations of data protection and then make it automated and mm-hmm. in, in a fashion nobody else uh provides in the market and that's very powerful. So when you ask questions along those lines to customers, it makes the incumbents uh, look very dull. Um, nice. And nice. Um, that's that's um, that's a challenge, but it's one that uh, we win, and uh, it's very the customers uh, see the cobalt iron light every day. And it's, they realize that is the solution that will take us into the future of data protection. And that's what we need uh, today. And um, so it, it's fun. I love to compete. I love crushing the competition. And that's one of the reasons yeah. I joined yeah. Cobalt Iron is this product that absolutely crushes those long-term incumbents uh, that, have been, that have become old and stale in the market today. So you know, it's a lot of fun
0: that's awesome I love stories like this yeah
1: All right. well Rodney thanks for joining us
0: today thank you yeah you got it so this wraps up this episode of Intent Topics I'm Chris Battis and I'm Logan Kelly thank you so much for tuning in please give us a 5 star rating on whatever podcast app you listen on and we will see you next time